Hey you guys, I have Valentina with me. Valley's sad because she thinks she won't get to keep her kitty. Valley, what do you do whenever you're sad? I don't know. You don't know? Well, what are you doing right now? Look at my iPad. You're looking at your iPad. Does it make you feel better? Yeah. Hmm. It distracts you a little bit, huh? Yeah. Well, thank you for answering my question, sweet girl. I love you. Bye. One, two. Let's sit down and talk about your story. I'll show you that you're far from boring. Life's a whole lot better when you share with someone that cares. This is Happy Talks. Hello, welcome back to Happy Talks. This week, uh, I'm filling in for Erin because she is doing something. I don't know. She's being lazy. Um, And I'm with uh, a very special guest, my mother, who is currently embarrassed by what is happening. Say hello, Mom. Hi. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah? You excited to be here? Thrilled. Thrilled? (laughs) You seem nervous. No, I'm actually, I'm kind of on a caffeine detox, and I'm a little, I'm a little... Irritable. Uh, great. So this you is gonna be real fun. Time, yeah. Be real fun. You don't even drink coffee though. I drink Diet Dr. Peppers. I'm trying to cut back. Do they have a lot of caffeine in them? They have caffeine in them. Oh. That's my only source of caffeine. Oh. <laughs> so uh, normally what we do is just let you talk about your life, just whatever you know, wherever the conversation leads. And I'll ask questions. So, what? Uh, where do you want to start? You want to tell us about your childhood? Where you? Where were you born? Do you have family? This is actually the worst topic for me. Why? I don't like talking about myself. Why? I don't know. I have. I'm boring. You're not boring. I think you're fascinating, but I'm biased. So. Okay. I feel like you're biased towards the other way. <laughs> let's just uh, let's just start with your your childhood like tell us tell us what that was like like um average i grew up in jackson in west jackson okay yeah we moved in we moved to south jackson in in 79 Mm -hmm. the summer of 79 well the spring just before the april flood and you were born in the summer of 69 for all you 68 68 68 no you weren't 69 i'm positive it was 68 I had to use I had to use your birth date for something the other day. <laughs> I thought it was sixty nine. Sixty eight. <sighs> Whatever. Okay. And so uh, you are. You're not the oldest. You're the middle. I'm the middle child. The middle child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you were you weren't a troublemaker though. No. <laughs> I'm the other type of middle child. Mm, the responsible one. The responsible one. The mediator. <laughs> See, you have two other siblings, mm-hmm. my aunts. What are their names? Pam, it's my older sister, mm-hmm. Kathy, okay. my younger sister. Yeah. Are you guys close? I guess. <laughs> Me and Kathy are closer because we're closer in age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why aren't you closer with Pam? She's just She was six years older than me, so she was kind of out doing her own thing mm. um, by the time I was old enough to... to remember yeah okay 
were you close with with Granny and them, or like, or tell tell us about your relationship with Mom and all that? <laughs> with Granny and Papa? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we have kind of a funny family dynamic. Oh, I know that. I don't think they do. <laughs> we're just we're not very. What's the word? Affectionate mm-hmm. or emotional. Oh, that's why I'm touch start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. So we grew up in kind of an era where children were seen and not heard. Mm. So, you know, they were the boss and we just kind of followed their mm-hmm. cue. Yeah. Were they around a lot or? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mama more than daddy, but. Did you spend, you didn't, so you didn't spend like a lot of time with them, like hanging out or whatever. You just. Not like we did, like yeah. me and you and your sisters. It was, it was different. But, but as far as it goes, I mean, when mama did something, we went with her. So. Okay. Yeah. What, what did y'all like do? Did y'all like travel a lot or. No. 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 Didn't travel a lot. Yeah. Because they worked. They worked. So. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't a lot of family vacations okay. and things like that. So you were essentially the one that kind of took care of everything, though. Made every made sure the house was clean and all that stuff while they were gone, right? Well, between me and Kathy, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy was an MTV baby. Oh. So. What does that mean? <laughs> So as soon as she got home from school, she was stuck on MTV. That's all she watched. Oh, okay. She didn't want she 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 didn't see or hear anything else. <laughs> That's hilarious. But when Mama got up to get, she worked midnight. So when she got up to get ready for work, the house was supposed to be clean, laundry done, things like that. Okay. And Kathy didn't care. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that. I didn't know Granny worked midnights. Like yeah. she worked night shifts. Okay. Where was that? At Packard Electric. Packard Electric. Okay. I wasn't a GM. Or is that GM? Just GM. Okay. All right. So you essentially made sure everything was like clean and all that before Yes, she because I was the one that was worried about getting in trouble. Um, and Kathy was not worried about getting in okay. trouble. Okay. Well, she's the youngest. Of course she's not worried about yeah, getting in trouble. Yeah, she's full. <laughs> I hope Kathy doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I'm going to send it to our family group chat, which is currently blowing us up right now. I don't know. <laughs> it's the day before Labor Day, and we're trying to make plans and everything. Mm-hmm. Day before. <laughs> Typical. That's why we do it. That's how mm-hmm. we do it. That's how the Benton does it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so how would you describe your childhood? Was it like great, good, you know, average? Average. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't like, you know, over the top fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it was just kind of. Well, actually, I don't know much about your childhood. Having to make sure everything was clean and like, what was your perspective on life? Well, that was. You know, that started, like, when I was maybe, like, 11, 10 mm-hmm. or 11, when we moved to South Jackson. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it didn't bother me. I mean, yeah. I mean, we weren't, like, you know, child slaves or anything like that. I, I, mean, I, didn't, just... I didn't think that. <laughs> but the just... way you always talked about it, it always seemed like, you know, you were always having to be responsible and all this other kind of stuff. Well, I mean, I did. Yeah. You know, Daddy didn't cook. Yeah. So, if we wanted to eat... I could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what was uh, what was what was Papa like when you were younger? 
Papa was hot-headed. Oh, really? Yes. You, I, I didn't realize he was, like, I guess that kid kind of comes off like that. Like, for me, the way I always saw him was he was always kind of distant to me. Like, he didn't really say much or do much, but he was kind of, you know, just kind of there most of the he time. Did, he never really had to say much, but yeah. he was he was hot-headed. Really? Yeah. How so? Is there, is there a particular I mean, time? If, if he was working on something and it wasn't going right, he had to cuss and fuss at it and throw a few things. <laughs> um, if we went, and, and y'all get embarrassed by me, but if we went to like a restaurant or something like that and the service was bad or the order was wrong, he really was embarrassing. No. He did, He really was embarrassing. He'd get loud. <laughs> but I mean, it was just, I mean, he was just kind of high headed. He wanted it the way he wanted it. And yeah. If he didn't get it that way, then he'd. he'd Get I get that sense granny. a little bit from Granny too. She, like if if something's not done right for well, I think anything done for Granny, if it, it's never done her way, like if it's not done her way, it's not done right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one time I cut the grass for her and she she was just not happy with the way I did it. Then again, I was she like, would much rather do it herself yeah, than have somebody would. else do it for her. Yeah, but yes, <laughs> she's never satisfied. <laughs> so you're a lot closer with Granny then, mainly because you just. Yeah, just because we spent more time with her. Mm-hmm. Dave worked and sometimes worked a couple of jobs. So. He, what did he do again? Um, he worked for Jackson Ready Mix, which was a concrete company. Concrete. Okay. Um, he did that for 30-something, 30 35 years, something like that. No, he was a truck driver, right? Toward the end of his retirement, he was. Okay. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, so you spent more time with Granny and everything. Mm-hmm. When, how long did Granny do night shift stuff I feel like as a kid I kind of remember her working but I don't remember yeah I mean she did that for most of her year 20 years at Packard's she okay. worked she worked nights she tried days for a little while but it didn't last long mm-hmm. yeah I, for some reason I remember I do remember her working a little bit but I think she ended yeah. up retiring she'd get up at like 9 30 every night get dressed I fix her coffee that. yeah yeah that's funny <laughs> I don't know why I never put that together so you kind of handle things around the house and made sure stuff was cleaned up. And then after that, you, you know, teenager, what, what all, what all did you, things change for you or like, no, not really. Okay. I, <laughs> I promise you it was extremely boring. I understand. So, you know, you know how I am. I'm a very, I'm very much an introvert and yeah. I'm very shy yeah. and quiet. So I didn't have a lot of friends, but you know, I mean, me and Kathy worked at the flea market every okay. weekend, and then we worked stuff during the week when they had it at the Coliseum and things like when, that. When did you start that? Off the books. I started when I was probably <laughs> about 12. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but more regularly when I was about 14, and then... That was when they started taxing you. I think I was 15 when they actually <laughs> they actually the hired payroll. you. Yeah. <laughs> it was concessions. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, it wasn't too crazy. How how long did you do that? I did that till till probably through my senior year high school. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, what what was like? What did you? What did, how did you? What did you do after that? Like, when you went to college, you just kind of... Well, I only finished a semester. Okay. 
And then me and your dad got married. Oh, okay. Okay. So how, how did you and my dad meet? There was this little pool hall place over off... Um, no. <laughs> it, uh, well, that's really... That's not initially how we met. Uh-huh. Kathy was dating Jeff, this okay. guy named Jeff, and Jeff's brother Lee and Keith were good friends. Okay. So that's and how we initially met, but when we just kind of in passing, but then it was at this little pool place over off... Um, it was off McDowell. I can't remember the name of the road. Robinson Road or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't remember that yeah. road. We yeah. used to go there and play pool and stuff like that. Okay. So you being a shy introvert, how did y'all, like, you just, y'all just... We were all sitting at a table together, you know, group of people. Mm-hmm. We started playing pool. Oh, okay. Okay. So you, you guys kind of hit it off, and yeah. how long did y'all date? Um, before we got married? Yeah. About a year and a half. Okay. There's a cat on the table. Yeah. Y'all, y'all dated for a year and a half, and then y'all got married. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, y'all got married, and then how did, how did all of that? Like, what was my dad like? That's That was the question I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> like, when y'all were dating, what was he like? Um, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Was I mean, he goofy, I don't... or was he... Yeah, he was goofy. (laughs) He was definitely goofy. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, but I mean, not like in a, in a. How did he charm you? I don't know. I I don't know how to answer that. Was that just like, uh, all right, he's here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was just opportunity for you. (laughs) No, not necessarily, but I mean, we just, I don't know. I guess we just hit it off. Mm -hmm. So I mean, we talked all the time Mm -hmm. and. He came over to the house all the time, so. But I mean, I mean, he was just kind of a normal guy. Yeah. He was a little goofy. Okay. Was he in the military at that time? He was. He was in National Guard. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he he was in the military at this time, National Guard. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what what was that like for you? Were you just kind of like, this was in '88, right? Yeah. We, well, we married in '88. Mm-hmm. But he started he enlisted in the guard his senior year Mm -hmm. so he was still in high school when we started dating oh okay and i was had graduated already okay so he just went like one weekend out of the month but then once he graduated he had to go to training and um he went to basic training in anniston alabama okay and then um when he come back from that, they split it up for him because he was still in high school. So that's why he went to um, basic training, and then the next summer he went to um, AIT where he got his military police training. Okay. Okay. And so um, y'all were married shortly after that, or? We got married right before he left right for before. AIT. Yeah. Okay. And so, what was what was that like? So, y- y'all got married. Did y'all you you had to move around a lot, didn't you? Or not really. I mean, because he was in that he's still in the National Guard. Okay. So I was still at home. Okay. Um, and then when he finished there, he came back home. Okay. And I don't remember, I don't remember where he went to work when he got back. But at some point, he went he went to work full time for the guard. Mm-hmm. And then. That was for about a year or so, and then is when he enlisted full time, mm-hmm. and we moved to Fort Polk, Louisiana. Okay. Okay. And, okay, and then that's where you were born. I was born. Yeah. 
Yeah. You want, you want to talk about that at all? Like how your favorite child? <laughs> I know for a fact I'm not your favorite child. I don't have a favorite child. Yeah, you do. It's Molly. We all know it's, it's Molly. Molly. It is so Molly. It's not Molly. Molly <laughs> gets on my nerves just as much as you do or Kaylee does. I don't get on your nerves at all. <laughs> I love you equally. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was born. Yes. Uh, how did how did how did that work out? Like, what was that change? Like, that changed things, of course. Were y'all like prepared for me? Like, was this a plan or? Not necessarily a plan, but I mean, um, how did it change things? Well, I mean, I didn't know if like you guys were like, you said it wasn't a plan, so I mean. Well, I mean, we were we were living. Well, at that time, at that point, we were not living on base. We were living outside mm-hmm. of base, but um, I don't, I don't really feel like it changed anything. I mean, I was excited. Um, and that was the, about the time I found out I was pregnant was about the start of the Gulf War. Yeah. So there was a lot of um, concern there about Keith getting deployed. Um, which it, it, that didn't come to be. He ended up never not having to to be. His unit wasn't deployed. Yeah. But um, that was really a lot of focus was on that. But I mean, as far as like having a baby. So once you were here, I mean, let's see. By the time you were born, we were living on the base. Yeah. Because we moved from we lived in Derrida, Louisiana, for about a year. Mm-hmm. So our lease was up on an apartment. Then we moved to Fort Polk, out right outside Fort Polk, and I forget the name of that town. I forget the name of the town. Probably some French thing. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot. But anyway, we lived there. We probably weren't wasn't in that apartment three months before we got approved for on base housing. Mm-hmm. So mama and daddy, <laughs> and they moved us from Derrider to the to that town. To that town. What is the name of that town? Leesville. Leesville, okay. And then um, they turned around and had to come back and moved us <laughs> <laughs> from the apartment in Leesville to the base. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, so, but, I mean, I really don't know how to explain how it changed. I mean, it's I just, just I just didn't know if, like, it threw a wrench in some sort of plan or oh. something or just. It wasn't like we were party goers, world travelers, things yeah. like that. I mean, we were homebodies. Yeah. So. Well, you moved three times in like less than. Yeah. Just <laughs> so, what was it like living on a like a military base, being a military wife? I didn't enjoy that a lot. I yeah. wasn't. I, w- I was a dependent. Mm-hmm. You're dependent. That's you're just a dependent. Yeah. You're set. You're second class citizen. Really. <laughs> you're dependent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't enjoy that. So was it just like really awkward or just kind of annoying or? What did you not enjoy about it? One thing that was difficult. It was really small. It was a really kind of rural area, mm-hmm. and you had. You had, um, a fairly large base. Which I mean. By my standards, I'd say. I mean, it definitely wasn't big as Fort Hood, but yeah. I mean, but you had all these people there, these other dependents that were, you know, had years of experience in different things and college degrees and all that kind of stuff. And we were all fighting for these rinky-dink jobs, mm. like at Walmart or some kind of little restaurant or a video store or something like that. Yeah. So it was hard to find a job. Mm. I did work at a video store for 
for a little oh, while. That's cool. <laughs> well, it was a video slash rental. Like, um, they rented furniture and washers and dryers and things like that, <laughs> which comes in handy, you know, yeah. if you're in the military and you're you're moving from one place to the other instead yeah, you of wanna, moving you it, you just, yeah, yeah, you you just turn it back in. Yeah, there you go. Okay. But anyway, um, and I, the lady that owned your business probably made a killing. I mean, she rented stuff mm-hmm. for months and then turned around and get it back and re-rent it. Yeah. Okay. But, okay. but anyway, um, I don't know. I just... I get, like I said, it just felt like a set, second-class citizen, mm-hmm. just as a dependent. You know. That's never fun. <laughs> made to feel like you're, you know, uh, you're not really uh, contributing any sort of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so when when y'all moved from Fort Polk, where did y'all go next? Fort Hood. Okay, so it was Fort Polk, Fort Hood, and that's mm-hmm. in Texas, right? Right. Okay. We oh. never left the South. Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Fort Polk, Fort Hood. How long? How long? How long were you on Fort Hood? How long were we in Fort Hood? Two years. Yeah. Well, he was stationed there too. It was two years at Fort Polk and two years at Fort Hood. But you and I moved back before, probably about six months or so before he got out, so I could start to school. Okay. So I could start. I started school. So okay. we came back early. Oh, okay. So you went back to school mm-hmm. when we came back. What did you go to school? What what was a what was your degree in or your study in health information? Health information. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's what you do now. Mm-hmm. And whenever you graduated, that was when you started working at State Hospital. State Hospital. Uh-huh. When did you work at Whitfield? That's State Hospital. Okay, that's State Hospital. Yeah. Okay. All right. I started. I started about three months after I graduated in '95, like in August of '95. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And then when did Dad finally move back from Fort Hood? Gosh, so I started school in August, so we moved back, I think, in July, June or July, mm-hmm. and then it was the following March or April or so when he came back. Okay, on. so it was almost almost a year before he finally came back. Well, it was about six, eight months. Six, eight months, okay. <clears throat> so you finally graduated out of college, got your degree, you worked at State Hospital, raising me. My little, my little rambunctious self. Mm-hmm. We were talking, me and who was I talking to? Kaylee? We were talking about this the other day. Yeah. So, like, when, so the whole time I was in school, you were, Granny watched you. Because, I mean, a, a day at school was like, I got out lunch most days. So, Granny would watch you until I got home. Mm-hmm. And then once I started working at State Hospital, I had to put you in daycare. Yay. And I was, I was, seriously worried about that because you had never been on any kind of schedule so I was worried about you like them having problems putting you down for a nap or you following directions or getting along with other kids I was really I really thought you were going to get kicked out of daycare really mm-hmm. how, how did I do you did great yay <laughs> I was always awesome yeah I never got any calls <laughs> I, I think I remember a couple of times where like I didn't want to go to daycare like I always wanted to stick with you, but I, I don't think that was too often. I don't. I really don't remember it being a problem. I remember you enjoying going. Okay. You're a much more sociable person than uh, a little bit. Yeah, you're very sociable. <laughs> so I think you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Being around other kids and stuff. I think it's because Dad had me. He used to take me to the base every now and again and be around. I used to be around a lot of people when I was really young too. Like I remember. I remember being kind of shy, kind of freaked out, but I think I got over that pretty quickly. Yeah. 
It it took a while because I remember I remember you being um, very sensitive. Like people, you couldn't joke around with you because you get your you'd be real you get your feelings hurt. No, I'm still that way. I re- I remember I remember um, your this would be your cousin's husband. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember him joking with you about having a girlfriend, and you got so upset. You were only like six or so, mm-hmm. six or seven somewhere in there, and he was joking with you about a, a girlfriend, uh-huh. maybe a girl that you talked about or something like that, and he called her your girlfriend or whatever, and you got so upset about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you are you were very sensitive. Mm. Then I have to kick you in the butt and tell you to go get over it. <laughs> You didn't. I remember, I remember when I was younger, and I think this was just me, probably like dealing, like not knowing how to deal with things. But he, the uh, the principal at the school that I went to had to call you in, and y'all were having some sort of conversation with me about like crying too much. Like I, I was, I was like thirteen or something like that. I don't remember that. I remember you. I remember. I remember there was this one time when you were in junior high and you were scared that something was wrong with you and and um like it was some kind of hypochondriac you know some kind of event like that you were scared something was wrong with you and you were got upset and I remember the lady in the office calling me telling me you were upset about something that was going on and but I don't remember having a conversation with the principal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I just think I didn't want to be at school. Oh, probably. <laughs> Maybe your stomach was hurting or something like that, and it was like, I don't know. <laughs> and you get so upset, and you go to the office. And they'd mm-hmm. call me. Say, Stephen doesn't feel good. He's crying. <laughs> Thank you for that. Now the world knows. <laughs> so, um, going from. Fort Hood, back to Mississippi. You're in college, graduated. You got a you got a job at the state hospital. Mm-hmm. This is '95, right? Right. Okay. And so, um, walk us a little bit more through that. And what was life like around that time? Like, I, I think you and Dad were trying to get a house built or something because y'all wanted to move out of Granny's. So we did. When we came back, we bought a house in Byron. Well. The builder, I mean, it was in a neighborhood, so we picked the house plan and things like that, the colors and all that kind of stuff. It, I don't remember how long it took them to build, but we, I can't remember when we moved in. That was 90, sometime in 96, mm-hmm. which that was when your dad and his unit ended up getting deployed to um, Germany. Mm-hmm. Beca- and ba- basically, they were filling in for the MP unit based in Germany that was going to Bosnia and so they got deployed for almost a year Mm -hmm. um, to fill in for them okay but during that time I bought the house so okay so you know you you were pretty much being a single mom at this point Mm -hmm. I mean you were kind of already single moming it up there for a little while so just kind of kind of on par for what was going on Mm -hmm. How long was Dad stationed in Germany? They were deployed for eight months. Eight months. Yeah, eight nine months. Okay. And then this is around the time that you and him got a divorce, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. After he got back, yeah. After he got back. So that happened. You guys got a divorce. He, I guess, moved out. Moved to where did he move to? 
Um, well, I mean, he ended up re-enlisting in the Army, and okay. that's when he went to Washington State. Washington, okay. Mm-hmm. And this was in 97? Because that passed away so, in 98. Yeah, so it was It was in... We about Gosh. Um, it all happened pretty quickly. It did. As far so as I, I, think, I think... I think he, they deployed in January of 96 and then came back like in August mm-hmm. of 96. And then we ended up divorcing in January of 97. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we ended up moving out of that house in Byron, mm-hmm. moved back in with Granny. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we lived there for a while, I want to say. Yeah. Until we moved to Richland. That was in 98? That was in 99. Okay. That was the same year Raleigh was born. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Kelly was born in 98. 97. 97. Mm-hmm. I knew that. I knew that. That's right. They're two years apart. Mm-hmm. And so um, by the time we were living in Richland, we we had our core family. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much us for most of them. Uh, most of the time. I mean, Terry ended up moving away. Yeah. But Molly's, Molly and Kaylee's dad ended up moving out. When... Molly was had just turned a year old in October, so he left in February. Mm-hmm. So Molly turned one in October of 2000. Mm-hmm. He left in like January, February 2001. I remember that day. I did too. I remember. I remember because he made I, us think about it. Well, I wasn't there. I wasn't home. <laughs> no, you weren't there. Good. I, yeah, no. I remember <laughs> because I was grounded. I was actually grounded at the time for something I did. And I think it was like grades or something. And I was hanging out with my friend Brennan, mm-hmm. um, who lived in another, like a neighborhood over or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I called you. I was like, hey, can I stay the night at Brennan's, please? I know I'm grounded, but I just I really want to hang out with him. And and you were like, yeah, it's fine. And when I got back, Terry was gone. Yeah. And I don't think I was grounded anymore. So <laughs> it was all good. <laughs> it was like the weight of the world had been lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a rough time for you. Not, not, the, not the breakup. The, just the person, the relationship. Yeah. yeah, I'm really curious about that. Like, why was why was it so difficult? You knew him. He was difficult. He just I made everything. A, yeah, I knew him so as a stressful. Child. Yeah, he made everything so stressful. Okay, you couldn't trust him. Mm-hmm. It was everything was fabricated. Uh, okay. I mean, it was like I don't know. He would climb a tree to tell a lie, mm-hmm. you know, then stand on the ground and speak the truth. So okay, I understand. I get that. I, that. That was, I mean, for me, when I was a kid, like looking back on it as an adult, from a kid's point of view, it was just like, he just seemed mean. That's all it was. He wasn't, He he's not a mean person. Yeah. I think he was unhappy. So we all suffered for that. Okay. So whenever he was gone, it was just like, weight of the world off Way my shoulders. Weight of the world off my shoulders. Yeah. And you guys were never married. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. That makes sense. So you you were raising all three of us on your own at this mm-hmm. point by two thousand. Two thousand one, yeah. Yeah. How, how like how how did that feel? Were you like scared or you just like you just like get it done? Cause you you've always just had kind of this mentality it. of like like just get it going. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. I mean, you make things worse sitting around thinking about it. That is true. That was always your advice I mean, there was, me. there was no other option. You just do it. I mean, yeah. what, what was the option? Just, just, I mean. Just sit around and think about it. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, well, that was always something I admired about you. Or, like, I admire about you now is that you, you you were always the one to just, like, 
get stuff taken care of, get stuff done. Yeah. Yeah. And you never really, I mean, you, you, you probably decompressed like in the moments I didn't see you, but you know, you were, you were always like, just get it, get it done, get it mm-hmm. going, taking care of us. And I don't know, I always appreciated that about you, but or I appreciate it about you more now that I'm having to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how you took care of me. Like me and my sisters, like, you know, at the time, I think back on it, and I don't know either. But, <laughs> but you don't have any like pointers or anything for people. Um, <laughs> All single moms out there, listen up. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, the, my thing for me, like I said, you just you can't sit and sit around and think about it or feel sorry for yourself because for this or that this reason or that reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, financially, it was a very difficult time. Because all three of y'all were in daycare, mm-hmm. and that and people do, don't believe me. I was paying almost a thousand dollars a month for daycare. Mm. I, it, it was I want to say we were all in three different daycares. No, y'all were all in the same place there okay. toward the end. Okay. Um, before, by the time Molly, um, Kayla was in preschool, y'all were all in the same daycare. Okay, but um. I mean, people didn't believe me that I was paying like ten to twelve thousand dollars a year just in daycare. Mm-hmm. It was financially, it was a very difficult time. Um, emotionally, it was very stressful. But I decompressed at night when y'all were all in the bed. I'd go sit out on the porch, and I would sit there for a couple, few hours, just on that little swing. I remember that. Little swing. <laughs> and just swing and. Solve all my problems, you know. <laughs> just sit out there and just think about things mm-hmm. and talk to myself. Yeah, get through it. Yeah. But well, that was, was my me time every yeah. night. So. Yeah, I was just like sitting out there and mm-hmm. what was all that like? Like just having to like raise three kids, work all the time and was it just it was, sca- hard. was it scary or hard or? it wasn't scary. Yeah. I mean it was like I said, sitting around thinking about it makes it worse. Yeah. I mean it, but I mean, it wasn't that it was scary. Yeah. It was just, it was just hard work. You make a lot of sacrifices. Mm-hmm. You don't get to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You gotta put that stuff on hold, and do what needs to be done. Because mm-hmm. you, you're responsible for little people. Yeah. So we you gotta make people. sure. <laughs> yeah. You gotta take you, little people come first. Mm-hmm. You put me through high school. You put Kaylee and Molly through high school. What was there any point in all of that that was just like super difficult or was it just like was it were we helping at all or was it just <laughs> us kind of like because I mean I think at the point that I graduated right before I graduated you were you were dating a guy named David mm-hmm. and like we, we ended up moving to a house mm-hmm. uh, we moved out of the trailer right that we lived bought in the house and, and bought the house mm-hmm. on Pruitt Circle mm-hmm. and uh, that was that was when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. How, did, how did, th- did things change at all, or was it still a lot of the same kind of stressors and things like that? Um, I mean, yeah, it, things changed, and but there were different stressors. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the, probably one of the more difficult things for single people to do is date. I mean, once you've got your, your home life situated and you're in a routine with all that, it's that social life that Actually, causes more, yeah. more, more stress and yeah. I'm actually yeah. kind of curious about that. What was what was dating life like with having like being a single parent of three? It wasn't easy. I, I didn't think it would be. Yeah. You know now, um, 
this was like right before online dating, you know, became a thing. So, I mean, you met people either at work or at church or at bars or things like that. So, I mean, and it was difficult. I mean, for me, um, it seemed like the people that I was most interested in had no interest in someone who had kids. Who had kids. Yeah. So mm. that was kind of, you know, depressing, but I mean, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> you just, well, I mean, depressing <clears throat> in the fact that you feel like, you know. Yeah, I, I get it. I totally get it. I mean, I, I wasn't asking people to raise my kids, yeah. you know. Yeah, you, you never made that a point. Uh-uh. But I, I feel like me growing up without, like, a father figure, it's like I would imprint on these guys every time they'd come in because I'd be like, oh, this, this guy's kind of cool. He can be like a dad. And then, like, they would leave. And that, that affected me differently because I was, I didn't no, understand I mean, I what was I going think on. The, it wasn't like everybody I dated, you met everybody that I dated. Yeah. But the ones that you did meet, I think they were around long enough for you to decide whether or not you wanted them around. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like, you know, there was Kelly and Molly's dad, you two, you two really didn't get along. Oh, no. And then um, the other Two serious, well, two serious relationships that I was in. I think you still kind of you could take a leave. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember a couple of guys. <laughs> I think there was one guy that I connected with a lot, mainly because he was sort of a man child. So that was. I know. <laughs> that was, I know you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly where we parted way. Yeah. I mean, where we had our problems mm-hmm. was. Uh, so I, I I get that. So like dating was just kind of, kind of crazy especially with with us being around and everything so yeah we, we ended up meeting david you guys bought a house and then we moved there we lived there for a couple of years i think pretty much four years uh my entire pretty much my entire high school because david's kid yeah. moved in yeah <clears throat> and uh so uh, i think i think i already asked this but like how, how did things change did they become easier was it still just a, like some of the same stressors I mean, I think from the outside, being a teenager at the time, looking in, I could see how he was very, like, emotionally distant and how you had to – Well, how, how we had to navigate that. Plus, he had some things with his own kid. Yeah, he had his own issues. But for me, my perspective was that he was a little bit too clingy and a little too needy. Mm. Being a single parent and raising kids – you don't necessarily want a relationship with someone who needs you as much as your children do. Yeah, yeah. I didn't appreciate how needy he was. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. So it was, it was one of those things where it's like he couldn't really – you couldn't give him the attention that he wanted right. while still trying to take care of us. Right. So when he finally moved out, <clears throat> we were left with the house, and then you had to you had to kind of take on all that. And I, I understand that was a big financial burden. Oh, it was. Yeah. Because I'm – Remember, we had to we had to move out mm-hmm. like right after I graduated. We moved, but it wasn't it was that far. So away. the funny thing is, so we sort of got caught up in that big housing market because I had just bought the house. That's right. That when the housing market tanked. Tanks, yeah. And so I mean, probably never should have been allowed to buy the house. But so yeah, it was kind of a big house payment that I was having to to carry along. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we ended up losing that house. 
yeah, I forgot about that. That did happen like right after we moved in. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. that was probably like, we moved in like 2006, but I think the housing market crashed or was getting ready to crash right around that time. But it crashed, it was, it happened in like 2008, if I remember correctly. But you know, it was, it was kind of the thing, uh, it was a pattern evolving at this point now where relationships that I would, serious relationships that I would get into, when they would end, it was like I was left in a hole and yeah. I had to dig myself out of the hole again mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. But you did it. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> as far as I could tell, I mean, you're here, so. Yeah. <laughs> but it makes you a little bit sour, mm-hmm. you know, How a so? little bitter and very kind of gun shy. You know, Cause you start, t- you start building walls. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I get that. Like, it's it's hard, like, letting people in. And then when they, they leave, you're just like, okay, I'm tired of dealing with the yeah. aftermath of all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so, that's, I get that, yeah. Because I, I don't think there was anybody else until after I graduated. Mm-hmm. There, there, yeah. I mean, that was, that was like two years after all that. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, there were several years I went without any type of serious relationship. Yeah. And then we, you know, you, you kind of just focused on taking care of us and getting us through all through high school. Because by the time I graduated, Kaylee and Molly both were, I think, getting ready to, or Kaylee was getting ready to start high school. I think mm-hmm. she was in ninth grade. And then um, Molly was, well, she wasn't quite there yet, but she was getting there. I don't know. That's just, that just, that still blows my mind that you, you were able to do all of this while still kind of, dealing with everything that you're dealing with and doing what you were doing just non-stop essentially that's what it seems like because i guess it just never stops having to take care of us take care of yourself do the things you want to do while still doing the things you have to do i don't know it's it's it's, it's just always blown my mind that like everything you put up with with our crap with the crap of the world and the crap of people and you know you still have like a, a positive sense about you you just that whole mentality that you have of like just getting it done i don't know it just blows my yeah. mind that's that's why that's why i always look up to you well that probably goes back to like the way that i was raised again like i said we weren't very affectionate emotional type mm-hmm. people so i mean it was more about actions than words and feelings it was you know you show love and respect through the things that you do and mm-hmm. not the things that you say yeah. so i mean taking care of things just had you know it was something that had to be done and that's how you know i provided for y'all and i did for y'all and that was my love for y'all yeah. so yeah. i mean it wasn't like I don't know. I mean, I never thought of it any other way. I mean, well, I mean, you you had your ways of showing love. You would, you oh. would, you mean you you surprised me with like gifts and things like that. Oh. Like, it, it it was you showed love different ways. I Man, we used to go. We would go go out and eat like every Friday, Friday night. night. Yes, I remember. And then that. we would go to Walmart. Yeah, I and everybody that. got something. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I remember. I, I had my collection of Dragon Ball Z toys. <laughs> I do remember. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's not like. Uh, it, it, it's not like I never felt loved. It's yeah. not, yeah. But you, you know, the the affection was shown in other ways. So by getting things done and 
you know, even even some of the like Christmas, like waking up on Christmas. I still remember those days. Mm-hmm. Waking up and like everything was set up. It was ridiculous. You put so I, much effort into that. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And then when it got to the point where I was only into video games, you're just like, I'm just gonna wrap everything now. <laughs> There's really no point in setting it up. I do remember the time when I got my PlayStation that I went in there and it was already set up. The PlayStation was. I remember that. But I think after that, you're just like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let him figure it, out. Yeah, it, 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 got to, it, it got to a point where, like, they're old enough to put together themselves. themselves. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that I do want to ask about is, like, how did faith and spirituality play into all of this? Like, did was that ever a driving factor for anything? Or did that, like, that get you through some tough times? Or was that just something that's, like, that kind of played the background of a lot of stuff for you? Like in terms of church and everything, because we, we didn't really go to church a whole lot no, when I was younger. No, we didn't go to church a whole lot, but um, I mean, always it was kind of yes to all of that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I talked about my me time, where I would sit out on the porch on the deck and sit in the swing, and that was my that was and I talked to myself. But I, I mean, I wasn't really talking to myself. Yeah. You know, I have my relationship with God, yeah. and I talk to Him, and yeah. and faith is you know faith and hope and that's mm-hmm. what carries you on yeah. in difficult times even when you don't even realize it mm-hmm. you know yeah. you get up every morning and you do what you need to do and and that's faith and yeah. hope that carries you through yeah I get that mm-hmm. I just I uh, when it came to like us being in church like your kids mm-hmm. oh well you know, we we tried, we did that, you know, for a while, and I think I ended up at the wrong church. It wasn't the right place for us. I remember that. I think I remember that. And I guess I sort of lost. I mean, it was kind of one of the things where you tried it once, and you kind of felt like, mm, you know, you're just probably not going to get any better anywhere else. But um, so after that, after going to that church for. For a while, just kind of stopped going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think after that, I I ended up going to Victory. Yeah, <clears throat> I got involved with their youth ministry mm-hmm. with Michael Matthews mm-hmm. and all that. Um, how, how what what did you think about all that? Whenever I started going to church a lot more, like what was going through your head with all that stuff? Um, I was very relieved. Okay. I was very relieved that you found, you know, a group of people that you. You clicked with mm-hmm. and you know and I mean I was very happy for you I was very relieved that you found all that okay I'm very proud for you thank you yeah no I was I was it definitely felt felt really good to have like a core group of people mm-hmm. to hang out with yeah um which I appreciate you letting me go every Wednesday <laughs> um I think having that little support group and I, I talked about this with Michael was that like that was that was kind of where I, I connected with Michael on that like father mm-hmm. figure type of level. I was yeah. able to like talk to him about stuff and things that I wouldn't normally be able to talk to with you or um, with anything with some of the things and questions that I had, especially being a teenager at that time. So that really that really helped me out a lot being yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So, but because there was definitely you know as far as male figures go and father figures, there was a lack of that in our family because mm-hmm. I mean we were predominantly women. Predominantly. Women. <laughs> Only people were, were Danny, Uncle Danny, uh, Brandon, 
um, Brian. Well, Brandon was a child too. So. Yeah, t- yeah, he was a child. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, not much older than you. And Papa, that's yeah. that's pretty much it. I guess Brian there later, but mm-hmm. um, uh, Kathy's husband Brian, mm-hmm. not Brandy's, but yeah, that was kind of not not a not a big pool of people to pick from. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things we try to do is end each podcast with like uh, words of wisdom, mm-hmm. um, which I think you probably already mentioned it some, but if you had any word of, words of wisdom you want to leave the audience with or anything. Besides the, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> you you um, can expound upon that a little bit more. That was, that was the advice you always gave me when it came yeah. to like getting stuff done, like yeah. my homework and everything. Yeah. Just like, stop worrying about yeah. it and just do it. Yeah. I mean... What have you got to lose? That's true. Precious video game time. <laughs> I had to go to school the next morning, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think that's probably my best words of wisdom. Just do it. Don't just think do about it. it. Just do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, in moderation. I mean, <laughs> that applies to, you know... Good things. Good things, yes. <laughs> Not drugs or anything yeah, like exactly. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> extreme sports and things like that. No. No, you can do it. I mean, as far as just living, mm-hmm. just, you know, don't lay around and think about, you know, regrets and things of that nature. You know, get up every day and face it like it's a new day. Yeah. And, and forge forward. Yeah. One step at a time, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I got you. All right, then. I guess we'll uh, blend it there. And um, hopefully we'll see you guys in the next episode. Y'all take care. Bye.